welcome to episode 41 of Hashtag No Filter. Today's episode is with the incredibly inspiring, talented, funny Jamie Kolnick. Jamie Kolnick is the owner of Jam with Jamie. And if you haven't heard of Jam with Jamie, you will learn all about it in this episode. Uh, But aside from Jam with Jamie, Jamie has also dealt with a tremendous amount of loss in her life. In a period of 10 years, she lost her mother, her father, and one of her brothers. I know it's it's hard to imagine, comprehend, um, so incredibly heartbreaking. And Jamie is an open book about that. In fact, she's writing a memoir about her life. She will also be talking about that. And What's so incredible about Jamie is she is so positive. She is this bright light. She's hysterical. She has a killer singing voice, which you're going to hear because she sings a bit on this episode. My first singer. Um, No, but she is just such a bright light. And the way she talks about how she got through this, these terrible moments in her life is just unbelievable. She is so inspiring. She is so insightful and our conversation, it'll have you crying. It'll have you laughing. It'll it'll have you smiling. I mean, her, her attitude and her perspective on things, she's an incredible, incredible woman. And I just feel so lucky and grateful that I was able to have her on my podcast. And I appreciate her being so open and honest and real, raw, vulnerable about these moments in her life. And uh, so I want to get right into it because it's a it's a great episode. It's about an hour long, and I think you're going to love it. She's so funny, and I think we all can learn a lot from her on attitude, perspective, and getting through stuff. So keep on listening. Here is Jamie Kolnick on episode 41 of Hashtag No Filter. Welcome, Jamie. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So let's start with a little background, who you are, what you do, how you got here today, like the whole shebang, a synopsis. Sure. Let's do it. How did I get here? Um, In 1985, I slipped out (laughs) into the world singing at the top of my lungs a Kelly Clarkson song, even though it hadn't been written yet. Which song would it have been? Since you've been gone. You guys, she has a really good voice. She's a singer and she's going to be singing I later. I you out of my vagina. I love you. I want you as my co-host already on this okay. podcast. Okay, oh my God, I love you. She said vagina within three seconds of starting. I love you. Okay. Um, I really did come out of the womb singing. Um, that's what my mom said I sang before I spoke. Really? Yes, this is wow. a true story. She wow. said I would like go around and like I would like sing talk and she actually said it was really annoying. Like it was very sweet, right, but right. like she said I had like a really high pitched voice. So was, would you be like, "Hi, how are you?" I'm not a singer. Hi, how are you? No, I don't know what I said. <laughs> but I just thought it was hilarious yeah. that like yeah. later in life my mom actually told me I sounded annoying my whole my whole life. I'm like, "Thanks, mom. I, Thanks. That's really sweet." Um, so how did I get here? I uh, so I grew up in Miami. Um, I. I then went to the University of Texas at Austin for Longhorns. Longer, yeah, hook 'em horns. Hook em, that's what I'm trying to Long do. Longhorns. <laughs> hook 'em horns. Um, uh, I went there to major in uh, partying. 
Amazing. Good school for that. (laughs) And theater. (laughs) (laughs) I worked really hard. Yeah. Party hard too. Work hard. I party hard. hard. I did. I actually, I did. um, Yeah. I had like seven, 17 hours. Now I'm forgetting what it is. Like 17 credits. That's a lot. 17 credits. So that would be like four classes. It seemed like a lot at the or time. Five. It's something a lot, a lot. It, I did a lot, but like it actually included like working wardrobe for theater shows. Oh, like, so so you you so made extra theater. credits, and I'd like be like mom and dad, like I'm doing a lot this semester <laughs> aside from partying and getting high and wasted high. and yeah. high all the time. I'm taking 17 credits, which five of them are doing cleaning well, clothes. Right, for right. A, were you in a sorority? Which I was. Yeah. Okay. So I was in A5. A5. I was SD when I was at University of Miami. Right. Oh yeah, I was in Miami for a hot minute before oh, I transferred. Cool. So we have that. But I SDT, I was gonna do the like um the shape or you know, like the but A fine SDT are different sororities. Like wait, Dora Bloom Turtle Taub. Like it's a thing. I don't know what that means. Okay. Do you- <laughs> <laughs> turtle the two, like, Turtle what? Turtle Taub. They're the founders and oh, you're crap. you're supposed to like I don't know any I told you I like, was partying the whole yeah. time. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I dropped out anyway. I actually blacked I it's all a blackout. <laughs> like I don't know what happened. But I, I know it. I had a great time. You had a great time. I met my husband. My oh. joke is that I picketed outside of the business school for him. Um no in the beginning it was like Lucy Goosey. That's like has so many meanings. <laughs> I was I started going back to the like birthing thing and I'm like where is she going with that loosey goosey relationship meaning I was allowed to see other people and then we for some reason thought it was a great idea to get more serious because we were in love um and and it was like my first time being in love so I was like it doesn't matter if he's on the other side of the country (laughs) I'm doing great this is amazing right Um, no it was a it was a great relationship but like I just I don't recommend it yeah yeah <laughs> and especially in college like I mean, freshman it's, year of yeah, college no. like go You're live supposed your to life go hook up with guys like that and... was my time right and you, so you didn't that was my time did you not have one night stands <laughs> I did ish <laughs> let's not talk about the nicks on my bed post um let's just say they're few um but very meaningful relationships. meaningful for sure <laughs> yeah so you met your husband what year? Of freshman year. Oh, you met him freshman yeah. year. Oh, okay. So we were really, really good friends. Wow. Um, I was in a long distance relationship. Then, um, you know, that ended and I was like, I am, I am just going to be a huge slut. Yes. <laughs> I am going to just But that's when you're going to do it. I was, and I was determined. I'm like, I even, I even toasted to getting laid. Um, oh, I like with it. my friends. Oh, like before you would go out that night. It was that like one night. I, I was Jamie finally I was out of the relationship. <laughs> I was like, this is my time uh, to getting laid. I remember we cheers. Oh. I went out and guess who laid me? My Shut husband. <laughs> and was he from then on? And you the were together. Rest is history, my wow. friend. Wow. So you you really didn't slut it up. I did not slut it up. Wow. But you had every <laughs> but intention. But I, I totally tried. <laughs> I did. Effort was there. Their effort so, was there. I really but like. That's crazy. So from that night, like you guys kind of just hit it off, and that was it. He's. I was very difficult in the beginning because I was struggling with myself. Um, I really wanted to slut it up as I mentioned oh my God, um, and he was amazing. really ready to hunker down with a girlfriend <laughs> and he's he was it so and like all these was, years later we're still happy we're and... so yeah 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 so absolutely. you've been married how long um we've been married since 2012 
Okay. So seven we were years. together from 2003. 2005. 2005. Okay. So we've been together almost God. 15 years. You must yeah. have a lot of advice for like yes. people that are. You just got to keep it interesting. Yeah. You know? I was going to say like that. And that's a long time. I'm coming up on it five is. years. I'm like, it oh, is. 15. But you know what it was? And we had this talk where like real talks. I mean, you're with somebody yeah. this long and like it's we we're lucky like we happen to find each like why would we mess it up by going and seeing what else was out there because we right. wanted to have fun and mess around like no. you know I, I think there's as long as you're open and talk about your concerns right <clears throat> that like you know that makes it I don't know you're like on the same page and you can you can get through it together right but communicating and yes spacing things up and also just like realizing that like you love each other so much you and you're meant for each, each other. other and like you don't want to like go and just you know hook up with some random right. people to like say that you did or right. like to just try try it on for but size do, do you recommend to like sophomores in college to slut it up yeah yeah that would be your advice though. <laughs> unless they happen to meet unless they happen to meet their unless person. you oh yeah unless there's the one then stick with it because that's what I did my but if junior year um okay yeah I would say like no to long distance relationships <laughs> unless you're like like it's hard for me to actually give this advice like no to long <laughs> this was my experience like just to do some soul searching like yeah. is this the person that I really want to be with and if you feel like it's not like go have fun right right exactly because like you're I, mean, I don't know you might not you might not have the time at some point no, exactly so exactly my fun was like post-college New York City single before getting serious with my now husband. That's exactly that, what I was thinking. Like, you that know, that fun. that sounds really fun. A lot fun. of bars, a lot of Brother Jimmy's in Murray Hill. Yeah, a that's lot when of, Sean and know. I had a, a lot of, like, heart-to-hearts during that time. <laughs> yeah. Like, do we want to, like, like test what out the out. water, see what else is out there? It's a rough, it's a rough, it's a, a wild west out well, there. It it's, is. It's, I, it's, I, I would, like, watch it from, like, a viewpoint of, like, the outside mm -hmm. and, like, just kind of absorb, like, a sponge, like, yeah. my friend stories yeah oh um, yeah and uh and live vicariously do you ever swipe them? through your friends like humble uh humble that's not what it's called hinge hinge, hinge. and bumble they got together oh, they, oh yeah humble. you merged no, them i'm, I'm you company. just merged them <laughs> bumble i only had a little wine humble. bumble and hinge do you ever like swipe through your friends or all your I friends i did kind of right you when did, it yeah. came out i was like very so into fun. like doing it for them yes yes um i thought it was really fun it's fun <laughs> totally so now you have two kids okay so you got married yes. uh 2012 you said 2012 yeah. 12 and you had kids and how old are your kids? They're three and one now. Three and one. Okay. Um, oh, cute. Okay. So let's reverse. Okay. So college came. What? Tell us your story, how everything else in between there. So I, um, yeah. So when I graduated, I almost went to LA because um, I wanted to be an actress mm -hmm. in movies. Um, and Which then you totally <laughs> should be. You're so, you so have it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I got nervous. I just like, I, we, Sean actually had a job out there working at um, Deloitte, I think it was. Yeah. And then I had um, a change of heart mm -hmm. as us artistic types do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I decided that my heart wanted to come to New York and that this is where I was supposed to be. And that, um, and everybody makes fun that like I could be more creative here. I don't know who put this in my head <laughs> that I could be more creative in New York because I think a creative person can be creative anywhere. Um, but there was also another thing drawing me to the East Coast was my mom was sick at the time and I did not want to be so far away in LA. It was not like just a flight away. Right. It just felt 
much further. Yeah, and so it, it was, and it just made more sense for us to move to New York. And Sean was able to transfer mm-hmm. to the New York office. Um, very grateful that was um, that was able to ha- happen. Yeah. And that's when and we started our life here. So, and your mom. When was this? Like this was two thousand. Uh, oh, right after seven. college. 2007 yes and so can you talk a little bit about your mom I know you've gone through some hard times but you have come out like you're so positive and I want people to hear that because you're so inspiring thank you um yeah I work on that every day for sure um so my mom battled breast cancer for 15 years um I really like my whole life um it's hard I know she was in and out of remission yeah um for a very long time for 15 years and she actually had uh, a molar pregnancy um, before that. Is, I must have been that? like five. It's when like cells. I'm not going to say this right. And I, I, I don't probably. I haven't. I don't think I've heard of it. It's though. like it's it's when you're pregnant and um, miscarry in the cells from like there's like bad cells that uh-huh. are on the lining of your uterus. And in order to get rid of the cells, like I, I believe she had to go through chemotherapy oh. in order oh, to while pregnant. Yes, I'm, oh. I feel like I'm botching what this actually means. Totally. I'll, I'll look it up and put in the show notes. Have a definition. <laughs> okay, right. um, but anyways, that was I remember that. I remember her losing her hair and going through that with the molar pregnancy and then being diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, but she was just like, she was my inspiration like my whole life. And she hated being called an inspiration because she's like, what the fuck is an inspiration? Was she like, like, like funny? Like you just she, like very, we're very similar. similar. She's yeah. just like, says it how it is, very raw and... Um, um, she, she really like, she, it's like, she knew she was an inspiration, but she hated being called one because she's <laughs> like, she feels like we're all able to handle what life has to dish us. Yeah. It's just, um, it's just a matter of being dished it and then realizing that you can come out the other side whole and seeing, um, I don't know. I, I sh- maybe that's not like that. I know some, I know that like it's not as easy as that and like it's been a struggle for me too um so but she I I think she was just my model like through life that like shit happens and then you pick it up and you you and you just get through it and you just do it and then you and you laugh a lot and you make very inappropriate jokes yeah and it just makes it easier to like to live each day because you're not I don't know. I have a you're friend not, like who, watching yourself. Like, yeah, you're it just... reminds me. I have a friend who had ovarian cancer and she's fine, but her whole kind of mantra through it or her her was you can take your situation seriously without taking yourself seriously. And she mm. would crack jokes. She would like if people came into the hospital room and they were you know in low spirits, she'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not having that. Like we're gonna all you know we're like we're gonna get through this and laugh. And so I think laughter is huge. I'm sure is huge. Lots of laughter. Lots of laughs. So when when did she pass? 2009 okay so so how what what would you say is laughter one of the main things that got you through it I mean I can't even imagine um laughter Zoloft Zoloft. Xanax um (laughs) therapy therapy life coaches yeah um my husband (laughs) yeah my friends writing is this singing was this around the time you started your business so yeah, it was the, it was right actually when so I started. So was she my the business. inspiration for starting your business? She was the inspiration oh, for starting my business. Wow. Yeah. She did um, she she was around when you started it or no? It was after she. Yeah. No. No. She oh. was around. So she oh. like I right before she passed away, she actually came up with the name Jam with Jamie. We were like sitting in a friend's living room, and she like 
she was telling, I hadn't even done a, a, a show yet, but I had been teaching music classes for other companies. And she was like, you should go off on your own. Like you should do this. Like, and then another person in the room was like, oh my God, my daughter's like, um, my daughter's daughter's first birthday's coming up. Like you should go perform at it. And I was like, okay, great. Like I'll do it. And this is your first thing. This like- is my first thing. And, and then I was like, well, I need a name. Oh and my mom my was like, God. what about Jam with Jamie? I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> and she Ten was years like, later, she was like, no, it's great. I love Dude, it. Jam with Jamie. And she like made me business cards. She like helped me with a logo. She, um, yeah. And then I, she like made me a flyer. Oh and my, I got, so she pushed you. She, was she totally like, pushed me into wow. it. Wow. Yeah. And as she was like, getting sicker and sicker and we were in the hospital I started having this like flood of business come in and I actually wasn't even New York in New York I was in um, Miami with her oh, um, right, and right, right. so I actually had all these friends who were covering for me during that time because business really started to come in oh, and she my. was like you're gonna do birthday parties for celebrities one day is oh, what she told God. me she's like you're gonna be so big I can see it already and I was like okay mom like I'm just trying to make some extra money because right. I'm not a good way Waitress. Oh, is that wait? Were you a waitress? Yeah, I was waiting tables. Um, oh my god! I was auditioning. I was doing children's theater, um, but but yeah, she was totally the reason oh why god. I started the company. So now, so talk about Jam with Jamie. Sure. So here we are. So ten yes. years. Ten years. Um, it's been crazy. I really, in the beginning, I was not like I. I was just trying to. I knew I loved singing. Yeah. I knew I loved kids. I. I was just, it was like a side gig, you know, like wow. while I you was auditioning, auditioning for right, like right. Broadway shows and off Broadway. And I actually started getting shows while I was doing the business. And I, and when that happened that my, my weekends actually got booked up with a show that I, a, shows that I was yeah. in, um, I started hiring other people to to do the shows so I trained them they like you know I had a girl her name's Kelly who's awesome who's actually in Nashville now working with us um and she uh watched me do a show and I trained her and we figured something out and she just then I started sending her she's still with us yeah well so the thing that how we expanded was I realized that I can train people and send them out to parties and like they're doing the same thing that I'm doing. Like, so it's streamlined. It's not like I'm just sending musicians out to do whatever they want to do. Like I'm training them. They're going under the name jam with Jamie. Like they're, they're representing the company. Right. Right. Um, And like when she moved to Nashville, I was like, Oh, like, all right, well I'll start. I'll try and find you some jobs in Nashville. Like I'll see what I can do and do some publicity. And then, you know, one of my entertainers went to Chicago for the summer and he's like, maybe you can find me some jobs out here. So I was like, okay, so all right, I have a great entertainer. I'll start looking for business there. And then just random opportunities kept coming up in different States. And that's when we started expanding. So now you're New York, Chicago, Nashville, LA, LA, Miami, Dallas. Oh, are you in mm-hmm. Houston also? We're not in Houston. Not, you should not be. Yet. I feel like a lot of those Longhorn yeah. mamas want, you know. <laughs> yes, for sure. We have every intention yeah. of being everywhere at some that, point. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so now, so what exactly, so Jam with Jamie does birthday parties, corporate events, everything. Yeah, we any, do any, anything, any, kids, anywhere where you need music, we can be. So for like, kids, though. You, you don't for do kids. for. I, but we also do what's called the jukebox hour, where that? like, it's like, one hour of fun tunes that parents can enjoy too. Oh, so cool. like we'll come and do music your whole party. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. And then have like a 30 or 45 minute children. Right. Set. Right. Right. Cause they only la- like the kids can only 
focus right right like so we can totally also do adult parties oh, we just with adult music like yeah with, oh, with yeah. Nor- like not normal music yeah but. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we can we can do oh, it we cool. have amazing musicians on our team that's not like my focus right right right. but right, like right. if someone were like oh we like we also have a kids portion that's the general thing that we do we have right. a kids portion and then we want music at the time we do that but if somebody came to me and they were like hey we're having a cocktail party do you have musicians for sure it's just You'll not make it work. it's right. not something i pu- do no, publicity no. for but right, we, right. we have great musicians that's so, huh yeah. so what would you say is your favorite part about running this business the past 10 years um honestly like opportunities like this like i love i love meeting people and networking yeah. and like i love being creative and that's one thing i didn't even like realize that i was getting myself into was like creating a business it is that creative yes. side of me like yes. to come up with new ideas for like whether it be sets or or advertising right um like that you have to create and marketing and whatever flyers Before, were creating right. the art like the the everything the graphic of, design oh, yeah. yeah like like even creating my website and rebranding which we recently did and t-shirts and like stuff like that that's so fun and oh yeah then rehearsing songs and coming up with new sets and then talking to people and clients and creating events now at this point we're partnering with a lot of really cool people oh, and like you're helping coordinate the event like or the flow of the event or kind of like we get wow. together with partners and we talk about like huh. okay what is the event like how are we fitting in and how and whenever we're talking with our party clients we talk about their entire their event in its the whole, entirety right, right. because we're a one-stop shop now we're not just music we have oh. I mean that's definitely our specialty that's why we're there right most of the time but we also have balloonists face painters photographers oh, so you'll bring all those people <clears throat> oh yeah we can do oh, everything so, so someone could have their whole birthday party be done through you I mean yes that's the it. idea so huh. over the years we've just started working with all these amazing people now we offer everything cakes wow. cakes photography balloons yeah we do it all in all the cities or depends what um in most cities, most cities. yeah so, so wow I did not know that by the way yeah <laughs> I'm taking it all in now yes. too okay that's awesome so in terms of Every birthday party you do, are you coming up with a new set list, I guess? And I don't know if that's what it calls or what it's called. Or you do the same thing. We have the same show that we do, but then we'll take requests. So Got it. if um, if there's something specific that a client wants, we make it happen. It. Whether okay. it be like a song or a game, like we incorporate it into what we our show. But if they say it's my three-year-old daughter's birthday, like you know what the three that you have like yeah. a three-year-old girl. Yes, we have a set whatever. specific yeah. that's like customized that's so for cool. that age range. So what I feel like, do you have, a, I was going to ask you what your least favorite part or most challenging part of the job is do you have one I feel like your job's so fun it is fun but I'm sure you have your your... it's look like every business um comes with its challenges and um I I recently had a party where someone didn't show up like a musician yeah Uh. and it's not the first time in like sorry guys like it's life like it's yeah shit happens and, and shit happens and like and and I do everything in my control to make sure everything's seamless. Right. But life happen, happens right. sometimes, you know? So the, the party was what still went on. It, I mean, it, it still went fine. on. We actually ended up getting someone there 30 minutes later. We right. were like, and we're usually lucky like that um, right. to get someone there. And this does not happen. Like it's happened over 10 years, like a very small right, percentage. Right. But that can't be fun when it happens. No, it, it sucks. sucks. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. Like yeah. I cry. Like in the oh. beginning, like I, like the first time it ever happened where something went wrong and someone was running late because I'm trusting all these yeah. people to get to get there for calendars and schedules and everything right. to work seamlessly and we're a small team and like you know just shit happens yeah, yeah, basically yeah. I know very well like that shit happens in right. life and like um, I I think I have to 
I think I'm getting to some advice here because I know that like business owners like listen to this and people can, yes, can like relate. People love when people give business advice on this podcast. Well, can we can relate to like having shit happen and um and it's it's so easy to like take it personally and you should like it's that's what makes your business run is like the heart yep. behind it. So me caring and like wanting to fall to the floor and cry when like a client I've disappointed someone is real like. I spent all last week, um, I'm very lucky to have had the opportunity, I'm totally tangenting right now, but I love to have the opportunity to go to Spain on a writer's retreat, Ugh, and I'm currently writing a, a memoir. Amazing. And while I was there, I spent the whole week talking about my life, like writing about my life. I've experienced a lot of loss. I've also lost my dad to leukemia, and my brother passed in a car accident when I was 13. Um, yeah, so um, he passed in 98, and then my dad to leukemia after that. So um, we lived well, through like, all of that. In the span of 10 years, They, the, my my parents and my brother passed. Oh, my God. So I, so I have a lot of... How did... Wow. Okay, we're going to have to we're gonna have to reverse back to that. Yes. Finish your thought. So, but basically, yeah. I was in Mallorca. I was on this writer's retreat. My mom... The reason why I started writing this memoir is because my mom wanted to write a memoir, and like as she was at the end of her life, she told me that she um, she felt unfinished. I mean, at 50 six how do you not feel unfinished and she didn't want to leave she wanted to I hadn't gotten married yet she wanted to be at my wedding and Mm. see my kids and like she just did she couldn't believe that she was leaving none of us could right and she said like she wanted to be on Oprah she's like oh. I'm supposed to be on Oprah well, now you're gonna be on oh well Oprah doesn't have a does she have a show anywhere I don't well, you're think gonna she be did on the, the soul, super soul Sunday she doesn't anymore um but oh super soul Sunday that's right that's what you're so mean. um yeah between she was just like I I'm supposed to be on Oprah I need oh. to write a book about my life and I said right there I was like I'm I'm gonna write it for you oh I have chills and oh. so that's, so that's what started doing- me on this journey it's shifted it's more it's from first person now and it's I realized when I when I'm writing like it's I'm I have a more real authentic voice when I'm writing my point of view right right um but um my gosh it's definitely her it's her inspiration wow (laughs) um but anyways I'm talking the reason I'm bringing this up is because I went the whole week writing and you know ripping myself apart like thinking about my past and Uh. delving into the details and then this thing happened with a party where someone didn't show up and I was literally on the floor crying in Spain like literally like in in the middle of your writing like not knowing what to do with myself like how how do I manage this everything was fine someone got there but I was so disappointed I was distraught like when it's like my baby like when something goes wrong with this company I felt like and you weren't there I mean you weren't even like down the uh, uh, an hour away I mean, you were in Spain. It doesn't like, even matter if I am an hour away, honestly, right, because right, like right, it's right. so I I realized that quickly. Yeah. Like what I gathered from this is one, like how much I put my soul into yep. this company. It's a baby. But I also realized like I let it pick me up on this like ride at times because like nothing else on that during that week put me on the floor crying right but like when things are out of your control and like that's what it is just sucks because there's nothing you could really do it you're making the phone call you're doing what you can you're you're doing what you can actually my operating manager was doing everything like she was amazing but like it's it, it was a real lesson for me to be like okay let's put this into perspective for a second okay 
like and I have my bomb yeah, in yeah. my forehead. I wish I had like a camera I'd be <laughs> filming you right now. Her hands like let's hand. like let's yeah. let's put this into perspective, yeah. right? Like we as business owners, again, shit is going to happen. Mm-hmm. How do we handle those moments and not let them rip us apart, but do what we need to do to to get through it and talk to our clients off a ledge right. and like and talk us all off yeah. a ledge because we're all just trying to do our best. Exactly. And that's what that was the big takeaway. So I'm doing my best. Exactly. And like and that's all you this can is do. like a part of the five ag- agreements, I think is the book, by the way, if anybody wants to check it out. But now I want to check it. The five it's, agreements. It's, I, I think it's this. called the five agreements. I might be botching that it's too. We'll put it in the, the footnotes. Yeah, we'll put it in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> put it in the thing. <laughs> but um one of them is like you're do your best. And I realize in the moment, like I'm doing my best. You are exactly. Like, what else am I gonna do right? Your control. What else am I gonna do right now? And but of course, like there's always things that we can. Like there was also learning lessons from it. Like I don't know, maybe there like the number of alerts that go off on someone's phone to make right. sure they're somewhere. Or like something, um, like something, other things like you can of put course, in place. there's always something that comes of it. That as a small business, you're always learning and growing. Um, but, but it's still, it was a perspective thing yes, for me was, that like we could all fall were. apart when things go wrong, but things are naturally going to go wrong. And it's just like be your real authentic self with everybody that you're working with. Right. Like wear your heart on your sleeve and don't be scared of that. Don't try and be a hero. Like just be real and authentic. Like immediately I was emailing my of client course. with like a soft story that she probably didn't give a shit. But also, but you probably <laughs> like, like the, you didn't want to let another person down. And even though if you put things into perspective, like in the scheme of things, it's all, it, this is okay. That client, it, it, that party was probably everything to her in that moment. I mean, that's like that. She's probably totally, totally and it, it makes of sense. Of course. I totally so understand. It's hard to, I and imagine. it's hard to talk about this because you want to be, you want to seem like nothing's ever wrong. Like business is always peachy and perfect. Right. And it's and like, not, but it's not. And and like stuff like this happens and no one wants to talk about it. Oh my gosh, like no one's going to hire me. Like, look, we're all human. Right. Like Shit things happen. Happens. And the like biggest very great. Every, everyone has problems right. like this. Right. You but think? like, yes, exactly. But like, I think that like, thank God this, this very small percentage, like it's not. And you learn from it. You learn from it. But also, I yeah. mean, this happened the other day and I, I can't remember now what it was. It was it, human error. Like it was something like. Oh, oh, it was like a stupid like online order of something. And I didn't care. I wasn't mad. I just called them to say, you know, I got the I got the wrong item. Just can you swap? And she's like, we are so sorry. Like human error. I'm like, it's totally fine. It but is. like shit it happens on it small does. scales, large scales. It happens. Right. And, that's, and, if, and yeah. if someone's got a good head on, on their shoulders and you're authentic, mm-hmm. then then they're the right person to be exactly. working with. Exactly. And, and if that's they all you don't, want. That's all I want. Like, it, but that's all we can do. Right, so it's right. like, and then if they're not, then like say la vie. You right, know, like exactly. we're all like, we're, like we're all just getting by. We're doing our best <laughs> and that's all you can ask for. Right. So, so that calmed me down because as I was like yeah. on the floor crying and I actually had a friend on the trip that was like, that is also a therapist that was, oh. was a writer and a therapist and she well, was that helps that she's amazing. Right. And I was just like venting to her and I'm like, as like in the middle of venting to her, I'm like, oh my God, you're a therapist. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, but like, it's like, we're friends. I'm like, yeah, of course we're friends. <laughs> right, totally, totally. <laughs> but it's helpful. This is great. <laughs> yeah. So ta- so now going back to, so lost. You've had, are you okay talking about? Yes. Oh, sure? okay. yeah. So now Let's going- talk about loss. <laughs> Let's, talk Let's talk about loss, baby. baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about grieving. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk about all the shit that happens on enough, baby. Yeah. How do you come up with these songs? I don't know. Okay. That um, just okay, happened. So- I've never done that before. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> She's going to sing also, by the way. Okay. So let's talk. So, so not only did you lose your mom, but in a 10-year period of time, you lost your dad and your brother. 
Like, what? what how, how did you get through it? And you are like the happiest, or at least in my eyes right now, happiest, like inspiring, funny, lighthearted. Just how did you do it? I continued to be happy and lighthearted. And I even, as I was writing last week, I wrote about how I put a sign on my door. My friends actually made it for me when my brother passed away during Shiva. There was a sign on my door that said the happy room. And like no one was allowed to come in unless they were happy, which is so heartbreaking. And like as a 13 year old girl, like I couldn't really process what had happened. Like I knew that my brother had passed and I knew how horrible it was and I cried and I and I felt and I mean my family was such a unit and we went to therapy and like my parents really took care of us during that time my brother Mike um who's lives in Miami with his wife and daughter um the I mean we were really solid during that time all of us were together and we they helped us like they um they they helped us through it by going to therapy, which I really didn't want to go to. I remember sure just being like so annoyed by it and like them wanting, basically wanting me to cry, like feel something. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like, I was very numb. 13. I was numb for a long time to the idea. It's like, I, I thought I was handling it. Um, and I'll be honest, um, as I'm working through it now and writing a lot about my life, it's coming up and it's like, and it feels very fresh. Um, and I think loss is like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's always going to be fresh. And like, because there's a lot of numbing that happens over just to like get through the days and right. like, you know, enjoy life because that has been my, that's been my way has just been focusing on positive things and like, and you know, travel. I love traveling yeah. and like getting married and your kids. Um, luckily, sure. having my kids mm-hmm. and like they, it's it's been distractions. Really, I've been right, distracting right. myself. But you still like. Do you feel like it's you? It's not like I'm not grieving. That's like, what I was gonna say. Like, it's do you not feel like, like I'm you not still doing grieve? anything. It's just that I think I've had a creative outlet. I've always been an open person. I'll talk about anything. Um, I've written songs. I've written right. plays. Like I've channeled this energy somewhere. It hasn't always been like the answer though. Like because. Right. I will be a mess sometimes because how can you not be like, I mean like they're my parents and my brother, like it's my intimate family like that. I, I miss. And you have another sibling. I do Mike. Mike. And then, so it was five of you. There was three kids, three three kids. kids Yes. So Mike is. So did you do when you feel like, do you feel like you went through those stages of grief or like, like you, it's not like you were, I mean, I, I know you said when you were 13, it wasn't, you were numb to it a little, but it's not like you were pushing it aside. Like you've, you've dealt with, I mean, you've, You've grieved. I mean, it's yeah, not like you were just ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring no, it. No, I wasn't ignoring it. Um, but it did make me uncomfortable, especially as when I was younger. I remember really not wanting to talk about it. Like, and I remember my mom saying Alan's name, and and I cringed. Um, I a lot like throughout like like, I I can't remember middle school like that. It, there was just a very long period yeah. of time where like I I couldn't, I couldn't hear his name. Um. And I would get mad at her for talking about, and like it's painful again to right, like even right, think right, that right. I was like that. Like, right? But I, I mean, you were younger, right? I was younger, and I and I and I even like with my mom's cancer, like I was. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, and now, but now you 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 do talk. Yes, like, I do. I do. I but but in these like pivotal years of my life, yeah. where I just wanted to be a girl, right? Right. Who was. 
13 and 14 and 15 and 16 and 17 and 18 and 19 and 20 and 21. And like, I just wanted to be that 21 year old in college. I wanted to be that 19. Like I, and it's not like I wasn't present with my family, but in retrospect, like, I don't know how I could have been more than I was. Right. But like, as I'm working through this now, I realize I was fairly like absent and, um, because it was that was how I got by. Is it and I, it's not advice. It's no, just like no, how that's I just was. How you, do you think part of it was because it like at least when you were younger, I'm sure when you got older, it changed. But you because you you felt different than everyone. Like because you didn't have the breath or because that happened to you and you didn't know if, if that didn't happen to anyone else. You felt different. Like, sorry, say so ask that question sorry, again. Yeah, I'm not wording it right. Like, it, do you feel that like when you were 13, you couldn't hear your brother's name? Is it because it kind of made you feel different than your friends? Like they didn't have to deal with. I this. think it like, made me uncomfortable. What that meant like that he wasn't there anymore because it reminded me of like the sadness and I didn't want to be. And you just didn't write right. And now so has the writing process been cathartic for you? For sure. It's been I mean I'm sure there are days it makes you ball your eyes out and yeah I really feel like I'm in my 13 year old shoes as I'm like writing these stories or you know I I and I'm learning like about myself like that I I don't think I could have if you talked to me like a couple months ago I don't think I could have answered these questions the same way wow I don't think I knew as much about myself as I do now because of the writing that's unbelievable so how like you know maybe someone going through something similar just a a rough time how on you still have bad days I assume I mean for sure so how do you get through those days is it the same thing you try to laugh and smile and play with your kids and no I really try and allow myself to be set like I I really want to settle into it yeah I've gone through a lot of my life like shutting off tears yeah and like when they come I'm like yes they're here <laughs> like excited. this means I'm gonna release but it's so I'm right gonna cry and to. then it's funny like my whole life and I don't know how this started it's probably because I've just dealt with all this shit but I I feel the crying and I know I'm crying and then I think like yes I'm crying and then it stops <laughs> because like I get in my head Beca- about it no I think it's because you you like I feel like in therapy I've dealt with like, stuff you have to feel it but then once you feel it like it's like you're recognizing it and then it goes away it's kind of like but you want to cry more you want to like ball your eyes out I'm sure yes. at times so is that what you do you just kind of allow yourself to feel yes, it yes but then it stops but like it I'm stops. working on it like I really want to just sit there for like an, but you get in your head because it feels great yeah. that's why it felt so good to cry when the person didn't show up at the party I'm like yes I'm feeling it <laughs> yeah. why didn't I feel this all freaking week about right. like this death and shit and like you're I've crying dealt with my life to the party right well that means that's what that's what I focus on my work like I put everything into my work yeah. and that's int- I'm working through that you're, too. <laughs> it's, but you're working, working through, through everything, everything your whole life right if you're not evolving what are you doing like exactly I mean but please. I realize I'm so invested in my job and my right my, like what I built there that I'm that I'm because I'm so connected, it really gets me. Right, right, right. When you and I'd rather think about that than like the people that I don't have in my life. So that's probably why I have such a trigger with it. Right, exactly. You're amazing. My God. So were did you ever have days where you like couldn't get out of bed or like you you always like force yourself to go? Like I never force myself. I always you have really out. always have allowed yourself. To I've feel. always seen beauty in life. Yeah, I really have. Like I like I I appreciate like little things like small doors yeah 
<laughs> yeah. There's something about doors like that. Oh, oh, you're talking about physically small like doors? Like actual doors. Oh, I thought you were just giving a, I thought you were like a metaphor there. <laughs> it's like small doors. Like, no, yeah. just like walking around and like I take I take pictures of doors that are like really pretty. you just pretty. find joy and pleasure and like little things. That's actually inspiration from my friend Aaliyah who also, who who is the first person to have appreciated tiny doors and, um, and then I agreed with her and I've adapted it as my own. I feel like you should start an Love. Instagram account. <laughs> tiny, tiny doors. doors. <laughs> tiny doors. Something. It's pretty catchy. Are there a lot of tiny doors in New York? No. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> should there be a tour? Should we go walking with our mics? <laughs> no, it's just, just an example of like yeah. seeing yes. things. Yes. Like walking outside and like seeing the city, seeing like the beauty that is, and it really like drives me. Like right. wherever I am to like pe- people yeah. I think are just so beautiful and where the space that we're in, I'm just, I, I walk around and I, and I see that. That's amazing. You're kind of amazing. Thanks. You should be like cloned Jeez. or something. Jeez, <laughs> you have such a good mindset. Thanks. So what, what would, again, well, my like, mom too. Like yeah. she just, she gave me this gift. When do you think the memoir memoir will come out? Oh God, years. It, okay, so that's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold your breath. <laughs> Are you gonna be going back to Spain or like oh, writing no, retreats? No, no. Or? I'm gonna try and fit in writing. I'm not gonna try. I'm going to fit writing <laughs> into my first. life, um, and so that I can be writing. I'm still in Molly uh, Rosen Guy's writing class. Mm-hmm, I highly mm-hmm. recommend it. It's amazing. Amazing. I keep taking it and following her around because it keeps me with. Oh, is pet. that where you were? That's that's the, who the, I was with in, in Spain. Spain. She did a writing retreat with um, the Story Projects there. Wow. Um, and it was incredible. They're going to be doing more of them. I'll keep going. Wow. Because it allows me to focus. Yeah. Yeah. So going to our class, it keeps me on track because my business and life and kids and everything will just like take me on the roller coaster and I won't make time. So I have to make the space for it to happen. I'm not right now. Um, <laughs> we're being honest. I was um, but you, like but last week I was. Right, right. This week um, I'm really excited. I'm training a new uh, an operating manager, which has been yeah. awesome. And I've just been focusing yeah. on that. And um, and I need to figure out how I am going to make space. But you will, right? Yes. So, Things yeah. that are important you make, you make the I time do. for, right? That's, oh, what, no, that's what I've been telling no, myself. I, no, I do. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. really no. like, I set a goal and this will happen. Right, right. Um, And like, I'm like, completely determined I just don't know when and I I had this like last year I was like I'm gonna write my first draft of my book by the end of the year that's my goal and then I got to the end of the year and I was like that was a that was a ridiculous goal like I had a baby last year like I don't know what I I was thinking I've been working on a novel for four and a half you're working on a novel too well I wrote so I, I published a book it's like a silly like insider's guide to dating in your 20s kind of thing dating Great. sex and relationships so that came out in 2015 self-published but I've been working on a novel for literally four years and I think I've I'm still in the same spot I was four years ago and I and I want to get it picked up by a publisher or whatever but I can't it's just I get it and I mean I'm not writing a memoir but I'm writing a novel and That's I'm writing a, and, awesome. and it's but it's really like I've been working on this fucking thing for almost five years. Like, come on, Julie. Like, but it's hard to, I mean, it, well, we, when you're focused you're on You're doing so many different things. And I think we need an, to give ourselves yes. like, a, you know, a break. And yes. which is why I'm not putting a timeline on it because it'll happen when it happens. It, and that's what I say. Because people, I guess I literally, someone will be like, because it's been in my Instagram bio for a fucking ever, like just working on a novel, whatever, as part of my bio. And I'm like, so how's it going? People will ask me. 
it's not right now actually yeah. <laughs> but it will yes um okay so in terms of back to your um to, well it kind of all goes hand in hand so you hustle with your work like yes. you 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 and you're gonna do that with your book and you're already doing it but <laughs> in terms of your work for example I'm sure most people listening know of something navy Ariel Charnas you did uh Ruby's first birthday party yes we Jam did. with Jamie did yes. Ruby's first birthday party how did that come to be it was so fun. Um, I I hustled. Exactly. I, I totally stalked her. <laughs> I love it. I love when there was stalking um, story. There was total stalking. Yeah. I just I, I very much admire her, and I was like I the the kid came out, and I was like I'm doing that kid's birthday party. <laughs> I knew it. I and was like did. she's mine. But <laughs> but it wasn't just like no. one email introducing yourself. Like you. No followed no no. Up. I followed up. I sent the first email. Hey guys, want a play group? I I don't think it was even her birthday yet, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I couldn't. Hey guys. I'm I'm like I'm all uh, like I'm like your biggest fan like my husband wants to kill me because like I buy everything you post like we're in debt because sorry, of you no. we're in debt like by the way like I'd love to do a play group for you like I'm like you're, I'm your girl girl like um and she wrote back right then no 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 then you, <laughs> then we stalked <laughs> um then I sent another email I still think there was no response and then it and then it creeped up to Ruby's birthday and I was like your kid's birthday is in a couple months just in case you didn't know um and um we'd love to do the entertainment whatever you need I'll wear whatever you want I'll be whoever you want to be just hire me um and they got back to me and they were like yes oh my god because <laughs> I, I know I remember seeing her blog post on it it was awesome yeah so it was that's great. really cool so you so advice in that situation would be like don't just keep fucking stalking just them keep like there's <laughs> never too many emails like now I even know that um, just from getting emails myself and like your inbox filling up, you miss things. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And it's like not even when on you're as, you, yeah, like as you get bigger, like you miss things. You need to follow up. Right. Just, just she might not have even seen the first. Be relentless. Two yes, I love it. Be relentless. That might be the Instagram thing that I used to promote this podcast. Be relentless. Yes. <laughs> um, so just what? Go for it. Like who the fuck cares? Right. Who the fuck? Cares? Like if they don't want you, then like then they can email, and then I would stop. <laughs> well, that's. A until you get a no someone taught me this KJ she was my podcast before she yes. said until you get a no keep going you, for you it keep going but once you get a no like lay off yeah yeah then, then it's that's creepy. just being that's... socially aware <laughs> <laughs> then you have to take the cues yes. yes so okay so what what advice would you give okay two two parts what advice would you give to someone starting a business first what what mm -hmm. advice someone who's trying to start their business as we speak um, I would say that you can manifest anything in your life. So if you're starting it, like I know it's really scary, but like put, make your vision board. What does mm -hmm. it look like? Where do you see your business in like 10 years? Um, who do you want to be working with? Like put their logos put it out there onto a piece of paper like that. That's like the business plan. I never like wrote a business plan. Yeah, I'm yeah. street savvy. Yeah. Like I figured it out that way and I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. But like what do you see as like the big picture? Like right. what's your dream? Right. And like put that on a piece of paper, like get crafty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like literally on, a vision yeah, board. Yeah, no, like a, a vision board. board. Yeah. I and I I'm I love how I'm giving this advice because I've never done it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I I've done it in some capacity, but not in the beginning. In the beginning I was just like I was 
figuring it out. Like, no, I I, I, I didn't even anticipate it being what it is today. Right, right, right. So I didn't do this. But if you have the 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 desire to start a business, like, what do you want it to be one day, and who do you want it? Who do you want to be working with? Put it out in the world and put it on a vision board because then it's you're manifesting it. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree with that. 100%. Yes, love it. Great advice. Which is why I'm saying I'm writing a memoir now because like because you're writing a memoir and you're gonna do it because I'm fucking gonna do yeah. But like that's my that's my manifesting it right because like as you start talking about it and telling people then it's real 100% so talk about it talk that would about be my it other. talk about tell everybody like yep. hear what people have to say about your idea if you're like able to talk about it and it's not like hush hush because I think some things can be hush hush I don't know yeah I don't um, know what that means I, I don't know what that I've means I've never I don't but, sh- but I never it, shut up even, so same. <laughs> even if you talk about it and it doesn't happen for 10 years just fucking talk about it right yes, like put so. it out there I think so um, so what advice would you give to your younger self doesn't have to be business advice any advice uh, you probably uh, have I mean I'm sure there's a lot that I would say just be where you are right now and don't judge yourself yeah and whatever you're doing right in this moment is okay and you're doing great I love that you're doing your best you're doing the best you can you're right doing your I best. love that um okay before we wrap up because I know we have to wrap up in a few but I want to ask some of these are really fun questions the okay. first thing that comes let's to your mind fun. let's go who would play you in a movie if there was a movie about your life if your memoir turned into a movie Jennifer Aniston oh okay I like that. Is she, she just your favorite? She, so I used to have an acting teacher, Anthony Abson. He's incredible. Jennifer Aniston took his class and he's the one that told us that Jennifer Aniston actually thought she was a dramatic actor first. And so she then went on stage and everybody was laughing and she came off stage and she said to Anthony after, she goes, everyone's laughing. He goes, you're really funny. <gasps> oh my God. And so I love that story about her that she, yeah. she is she can do real yeah and she's yes, also yes. hilarious yeah i could totally see that happening and also sometimes people say I look well like as her. you were saying it, i'm like <laughs> i don't want to just say it because you're not gonna think i mean it but you have something about you that's very jennifer aniston i think it's my hair maybe, it can't maybe. be anything Either else way, i do love the hair it's, it's not like, my metabolism that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> so what would the movie be called oh that's hard okay or what would the would the premise be it would be your life story um, yeah, I think it would. It would. It, it will be about life and loss and laughing in between. I love the alliteration you just did there Thank too. Thank you. you. Like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so if there are any, um, you know, ex- you know, producers listening to this and they want to, <laughs> how many <laughs> listeners Jennifer, do we have here? <laughs> if Jennifer Anderson's <laughs> agents listening to this, okay. So, um, if there was an airplane outside wherever we are, this building, if we, where would you want it to take you right now? Ah, uh, um, Bali. Have you been? Yes. And so it's your favorite place. It's it's a place I like. <laughs> I just don't know what my favorite place okay, is. Okay, that's fine. But it's a place you would want to go right now. With it's the kids place, or without the kids? Um, Yeah, if I had help, they can okay. come. <laughs> there are a few uh, nannies on board yes. of that plane. I would love them there as long as there. I can also have some time to myself. I went with my parents. Actually, after Alan passed away, we went, my brother and my parents, we went to Bali uh, and um, it was amazing. amazing. So yeah, uh, amazing. I want to okay. go back okay. with I my family. With yes, family. I want them there. With, with, yes. Even they if there's no come. help. <laughs> it's fine. Um, what is your favorite song to sing? Sure. Um, I really like singing um, Heart Alone. What's that? Um, Can you sing it a little bit? <laughs> I, I already said to her, I'm like, will you sing a little? I don't even, um, wait, is that what the song's called? Does it start again? No, I'm like, blanking. I don't think I even know the song. Alone by heart. Um, I have no idea what that is. How do I get you alone? 
Stop it, I'm dead. <laughs> your voice That's is ridiculous. That's my karaoke song. Wait, your voice is ridiculous. That's, I totally know that song. But thank oh you. Oh my God. Thank you. Do you still, like, I know Jam with Jamie, but do you sing or, like, uh, auditions or for acting or, like, not right Broadway now. or anything? No. No, no, not right no. now. Do you but... want to? Do you think you ever will? Sure. But my god your voice was that that's natural voice yes i mean no no i actually that was a tape recorder i just <laughs> that's not that didn't but, actually but did i actually have a tape recorder in my body i she just pressed she play. just pressed play <laughs> <laughs> but like can i ever get that voice? like does that like did you have voice that's coaching i can that, because think. i took voice lessons and sure. mine doesn't sound like that um yeah no i think we can all be whatever we want to be didn't bradley cooper just learn how to sing that's true you know you have a very good point there i don't think singing's like, in the cards if we have me, enough but. money and time like like, but but you it's part of it is a natural sing. talent. I mean, you said you I, came out of the womb essentially. Yes, I think that so. song, not that song, but <laughs> but I because I since I, you've been gone, because <laughs> I'm like I can. It's not too late for me to be an actress, right? No, You're it's not too late. <laughs> it's not too late. You can be whatever oh you want to be. Voice insane. Okay, um, motto or quote that you try to live by every day. It is what it is. Mm, yeah, I I say that one. I like that one. It is what it is. Is that K Sarah Sarah? It's my you. mom. I didn't know where she got it from. Oh, That's what no, she but said. No, is that the, isn't it in, um, in, not for, que sera, sera. I don't know. I can't oh, speak. Que, it. Que, oh, that's uh, the Spanish. It is. <laughs> okay, it is what I know a little bit of Spanish. Is that. Que, que sera, sera. It is what it, it is. It is what que it sera, is. Right? Yeah. Okay. I don't. Wow, I butchered that. Clearly, I don't think any other languages. I think it's like one Hebrew. of those sayings in Spanish that they change the word, so I'm not exactly ha- sure how to say but- it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> sera, sera. Yeah, is what it is. Sure. Okay. Um, before we fully wrap up. What's next for Jam with Jamie? Is there anything that's like happening soon or coming up or that you're working on that we should know about or should we just stay tuned? Stay tuned. I love saying stay tuned because it's so musical. Um, <laughs> but are, you're growing. I mean, you're yes. expanding. Your, we have so your... many cool events coming up. Um, we have uh, just hit up our website, jamwithjamie.com. Yeah. At jamwithjamie Instagram is has even more details yeah. than my website. I actually need an events page. Yeah, why don't I have Because you do we public didn't build events? it out. You didn't build it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we didn't build it yeah, out. We but need she's a calendar. Going to now. <laughs> I guess like I thought originally it was like we did so many private things. Right. But now you have a lot of public but stuff, right? But now we do a lot of public it's classes. Amazing. And so we'll, we'll build it out. Okay. Don't worry, they're, guys. They're going to build it but out. But there's a ton of stuff coming up in LA. We're doing the SoCal Moms event on June 2nd. We're doing some events coming up with the wing, but those will be private. If you're a SoHouse member, we have stuff coming up there. We're doing a motherly event coming up. I you don't have, have a lot the dates of stuff event. going on. We do plus a lot. private events. Plus, yes, yeah, no, we do a ton of stuff. Oh, Union Square Play event this Sunday. I don't know. This isn't going to go live before then. Yeah, Maybe no. Sunday night. You might have missed it, guys. I mean, you missed it. You missed it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're at Union Square yeah. Play um, awesome. every week. So yeah, you can oh, join really? us there. Is and, it every? Oh, and then oh, this is cool. So starting next week, we're doing drop-in classes in the park. So we do this every summer, wow. where I have seven classes throughout the parks in New York City, um, and cool. we do music sessions. Like bring a blanket, bring some rosé. But what if I don't have a baby? I don't have a you kid. You can still come. No, I'm just kidding. It's creepy. Should, should I? <laughs> but what if I bring the rosé? That's fine. As like long in as a baby bassinet. That's that <laughs> actually counts. Yes, then you can come. Okay. We so don't. In, yeah. We don't know what park. It's it's a surprise. Like we're pop up. It's not or, a surprise. <laughs> you will get a text early in the morning of where we will be that day. No. Where will you find? Where can we find this? We you can find us um, 
Uh, that's on the website okay, on the that class is on the website. class schedule on jamwithjamie.com you can see everywhere we are where everywhere we are got throughout it. Okay. the summer so i was going to ask you where to follow but now we know jamwithjamie.com at yes. jamwithjamie do you have another instagram at uh, jamie colnick to follow which I just my started following this morning my actually. personal yeah oh oh so follow jamie colnick yes skolnick but without the s I don't know. I know Skolnick. <laughs> I know. It's like Skolnick is more pop- popular, I yeah. think. <laughs> it's like the go-to comic. Um, wait, no. The, I want to keep going, Kolnick. but we have to stop. I know because you have like kids and shit to do and like <laughs> other shit. But thank you so much, thank Jamie. Will you come me. back and do a second one? Sure. Let's and do it. maybe like be my co-host always because you're... We could start <laughs> I'll just these, stay here. I'm not going to leave. In this my room. kids will be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> um, the nanny that's taking them to Bali is coming to get yes, them right now. exactly. Um, no, but thank you so much. And for being so open and about everything. You're the best. Okay, so follow us, Jamie, at Jam with Jamie. You can always follow me at Julie Lauren 14. And I think that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.